Here we go. Paul Scruggs, we mentioned he and Duke would be at the end. The guys that could make the difference. Kunkel again. Wrap around over to Scruggs on the wing. There's a ball fake out deep. Jones, Colby Jones with the tray. He delivers with point one remaining. The kid from Mountain Brook, Alabama. Hello, how do you do? Wow. Welcome back to another edition of the Mental Dimes Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck, along with my co-host, the coach, and Phil. This week, we are joined by Xavier basketball player Colby Jones, who played at Mountain Brook High School down near Birmingham, Alabama. So sit back. Let the drama kick die. Let the drama kick. Let the drama kick die. Let the drama kick. Let the drama kick die. Let the drama kick. Let the drama kick die. Let the drama kick. Let the drama kick die. going you finished your first year at Xavier and you are now playing significant division one basketball for the Big East Conference at Xavier so what was the moment that you realized that playing this sport and realizing you could make this dream your reality you could play division one basketball uh probably I probably say when I got my first offer after my ninth grade year that summer going into 10th grade got my first offer from UAB so I mean, getting up, getting my first offer, that was like a big goal of mine. So when I got that, I finally like realized I had a chance. What kind of pre- – if you get in your first offer and you're still a ninth grader in high school, what kind of pressure is that on you that you have all those years that you are still in high school and you have to go under that and you have all these teams still looking at you? What, what kind of pressure – did that put any pressure on you when you're looking at that, when you're kind of playing – trying to play high school basketball? I mean, not really, because at the end of the day, I'm just trying to be the best of myself. And I had a lot of good people in my corner not letting me get big-headed, stay level-headed. So, I mean, there really wasn't a lot of pressure. You know, my high school coach, he always made sure I was being humble and just working hard. So, there really wasn't any pressure added to that. I can't really imagine getting that first offer going into 10th grade. I mean, that, that, that says a lot about you. So, kind of tell us about that recruiting process. I mean, how what were some of the cool things you may have seen who was some of the people you're like, oh, man, I met this guy. You got anything like that? Uh, yeah, so I got my first – like, I got my first off after my ninth grade year. Then it was kind of slow after that. Like, my sophomore year, I really didn't get any. And then towards the end of my junior year, I started getting some Ivy League schools. Like, I got Yale and Harvard and Princeton and all those schools. So I took I took official – took official to Harvard and I took official to Yale – and really, the really my first like wild moment was uh, me and Coach Amaker. He played at Duke, so I mean, just meeting that kind of idol like that, it was just really eye opening for me. But um, yeah, like after my going in my senior year, I started getting the high major offers. So just going to all those schools and seeing those big time players is really like really cool for me. Seeing all the campuses and stuff like that. I know something big, you know, being a family of basketball players, I've noticed your dad played at UAB, your brother played some time at Arkansas and graduated at MTSU. What's that like having those those guys like in your corner that you were talking about? How how influential were they for you? And how intense was it at home going one-on-one, playing some horse with everybody? Oh, man, it was a great time um, growing up with my brothers um, and my dad just playing basketball all the time. But it was great having my dad because he went through all the same stuff I'm going through, same with my brother. 
So um, just knowing I have that knowledge in the back of my pocket is just really key for me just to know, like, know what I'm doing. So it was great having those in my corner. Who's got the best shot? Uh, definitely, definitely my brother, CJ. He's definitely the best shooter in the family. I'll give him that one. <laughs> you mentioned that where you have that knowledge in your back pocket, you have the support from your brother and your dad. Have you ever sat back and thought about that? If you went through this process again and you did not have that with your dad going through the experience of being recruited to play UAB, your brother playing college basketball, have you ever thought about that and how different it could have been if you did not have that kind of support system behind you? Oh, yeah, I definitely think it could have been a lot different because uh, my dad, when I was making a decision to come here, he was really just checking in on me, seeing if I like really made the right decision, you know, asking me all the kinds of questions that would seem if I didn't make the right choice. So really just having my dad and my brother really for my um, commitment, it really just helped out a lot. So, yeah, definitely, I feel like it definitely would have been different if they weren't there. And you how, how influential – no, go, yeah, sorry, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, if you're fine. gonna keep going. Yeah, no, so so another question I was gonna feed off is obviously Trenton Watford's having having some success right now in the summer league with um with the Trailblazers. What was that like, him just being there working with him every day? And obviously, you know, I'm thinking when I'm coaching my kids, you know, you got two guys in the gym that are gonna push each other. Was it was it like a brother relationship? Was it like a fun uncle who took you under his wing? What was that relationship being able to work with? obviously an NBA caliber player. Oh, that's big, bro. I love, like, since the first the first day I moved over there, he really took me under his wing, um, just really showed me a lot on the offensive end. Like, I know I got a lot of stuff, like my foot game and low post game. I really got that from watching him every day, putting in the work. But he really showed me, like, you got to, like, work extra to separate yourself. Like, um, like back at Pinson, there really wasn't anybody that high of a caliber um, working like that. So just to see him just even motivated me more. So you talk about work, you talk about that grind. You know, everybody thinks you guys just play basketball or thinks you just play football. Tell us about being that student athlete. Tell us about that grind. How hard is it every day to go to class and go to practice and then put in your work and then do it over and over? I mean, we realize that we're coaches. We sit, well, you're not just a basketball player. You're going there to get the education. So tell us kind of about being that student athlete. Oh, yeah, it's a grind for sure. But, you you know, you got to love it. And if you don't, it's definitely going to show. You know, you got to wake up for a conditioning in the morning, then go to class, then come back later for practice and weights. So, I mean, it's really just how you control your time. You know, you got to have a lot of time management and just got to get your stuff done. But you also, also got to go hard on the court. So, yeah, it's definitely tough. Is that something you learned from maybe an upperclassman when you joined Xavier? Is that something you learned from someone how to manage your time and realize I am on my own now in college and I have to figure this all out on my own? Is that someone that kind of guided you that you had if you found someone that could guide you on the team like that? Uh, yeah, last year I remember talking to um, Daniel Ramsey. He transferred this past year. But when I first got up there, we really had, we had a couple talks. He was just telling me about time management. Like he would tell me, write my classes down, write all the homework I got to do for that week. So I just know I have to do that. But yeah, he really, he really showed me the ropes for that on that side. So uh, yeah. How was there any other? Obviously, you you love Xavier. You wouldn't have went there, and you had tons of offers. But was there any other schools that just that was just right there tugging at your heartstrings that you almost went with? And and what what made you what made Xavier that final choice for you? Uh, yeah, growing up, 
all throughout like middle school and high school. Like I really, for some reason, I just loved Stanford. Like I always wanted to go there. And then when I got that offer, my going into my senior year, like I really wanted to go there. Like it was really between them and Xavier. But at the end of the day, I just had to um, choose like what I felt most comfortable at with the coaches and trusting the coaching staff. So that's really what it boiled down to. Does that mean you're a Tiger Woods fan being a Stanford Cardinal? <laughs> I mean, I feel like, yeah, I used to be, I don't really watch golf like that. But. <laughs> well, and then you, you make that choice to Xavier and you're joining in on a program. And it is a tradition there in Cincinnati because they get to play Cincinnati every year. So you've already gone through one. It wasn't the full experience that you normally get with a rivalry game because of COVID. But just how was that? Can you give us a kind of a sense of if the veterans or the coaches or just students in general kind of emphasize that game more than normal when it comes to playing Cincinnati just because of that rivalry? Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, you got you see students DMing you on Instagram, commenting on your page. So that's how you know you're about to get ready to play UC. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. Like, we we had a Zoom meeting with, like, Ty and um, all those old Zave guys just get us get our mindset right, just going to play them. But, yeah, it's definitely a big deal in the city. Is that kind of the biggest – this got to be the biggest thing you look forward to now because now you've, you've done that year of COVID. Uh, hopefully when we start basketball in November, you get to come in and you have a full arena and things like that and you – it's, you know, somewhat back to normal. Is that kind of the one factor that a lot of guys on the team and you yourself and veterans that uh, talk to you guys, like you said, and stuff like that, is that the one big factor that they keep looking forward to is you, you circled that game on the calendar ready for it to load up the arena and then you had that UC game lineup? I mean, yeah, we're definitely – we're just taking it one game at a time. But, yeah, that definitely – that game you got to give a little more regret in that game. But, yeah, we're definitely looking forward to that as long as all the other games. So th this was your first full offseason at Xavier. Um, I know coming in your senior year out of high school, it might have been a little bit different just from when you could get to campus and, and what she was able to do. But what was it like having this first full offseason with the program and with the team? Was it was it intense? Was it was you able to focus on the skill that you needed to develop or kind of walk us through that your summer process leading up to preseason right now? Uh, yeah, I feel like I took full advantage of this offseason. Um, Definitely got a lot bigger, a lot stronger, a lot faster, more athletic. So I feel like because, you know, after the season, after school ends, you're just up here just working on your game all day. So that's really all you have to do. So, yeah, I definitely feel like I've took advantage of it. That's all. What is kind of – so it, when you go into the summer, is that a meeting you have with a coach? Uh, is it – is it something that you take from last season and you realize, okay, you look at your stat sheet and you go, okay, I averaged this many points a game. How am I going to work on this? And so is there something that you do at the beginning of the summer where you say, okay, this is my program. This is what I'm going to stick to for two, three months, however long it is, and work on that one facet of your game. How does that process work when you start your summer preseason training? How does that process go? Uh, yeah, so well, we had a I had a meeting with Coach Steele. We watched over um, majority of my shots from last season. So, and we just came down with like three things we wanted to work on. Well, like for me, this off season, you just try to go attack that every day. So, and then for me, mine was just um, working on my three point shot, putting on weight, and um, just learning like the defense and offensive um, schemes even more. So those are my main those are my main three things going into this off season. 
I want to go back and touch just on uh, your high school life at Mountain Brook. I mean, you obviously played for arguably one of the greatest high school coaches to ever coach. Um, Bucky was had some unreal success. I've enjoyed following him and studying him. And then he, he was able to get a job at Sanford. Was there ever that time where he was like, hey, Colby now, you know, come make some, make some history, come back to Birmingham. Was there going to be a bulldog? Was there ever any of that family talk? Let's, let's get you back in Beeham. I come play for your old high school coach. <laughs> nah, he's, he's showing nothing but love. Like I'm, I'm super proud of him. He's super proud of me. So, I mean, he's never, he's never like, you know, trying to get me to go over there, but I'm sure if I wanted to, I'm sure I'd have a spot there just because that relationship we had built. That would have been, I'm sure that would have been, because that, you know, that was one thing we talked about when it happened. Let's see, we get Colby Jones in, let's get Trenton Watford transfer in. You know, we have just the old school super team here at Sanford and Birmingham. Just an incredible story. Okay, so you're at Xavier. You played for Bucky down there at in uh, Birmingham and things like that, and so now you've moved through and you keep moving on, and you now your first team all big uh, all Big East as a freshman, first team all freshman team with Big East, and so now when you look ahead to this next season and things that Xavier the program wants the team wants to accomplish, what you want to accomplish, it is kind of when you are sitting back and you're looking at the season ahead and you realize that we're getting closer and things like that. When do you really feel a sense of urgency? Cause right now it's August. So we're about, we're less than three months now from the start of the season. When do you ever get a time where you really feel a sense of urgency that we need to get to work? We really need to get things rolling in the right direction. The guys are on campus. Let's go. Is, is there ever a time like that where it just kind of hits you and everyone gets in a mode or is it just a continuous mode that you're in since the end of the season to the beginning of the next season? Yeah, it definitely started, like, right after the season. And after we lost that first game against Butler, everybody came back in the hotel room. It was just saying, like, this summer we got really got to attack it. And first day of summer, we all brought it, and we had, a, we had a great summer. We brought the energy every day. So, I mean, I feel like we're still in that we need to go mode, get better every day. Was there – so, as a kid, I'm sure you watched a ton of college basketball growing up, and you obviously in a basketball family, so you were – you're all in on, on, on keeping up with the season. Was there a gym or a facility or a campus you, you've played at that you're like, man, this is other than, obviously other than Xavier, was there a gym that, that you're like, this is a dream come true. This is an awesome place. This is, this is just unbelievable. Did you ever have one of those places? Uh, growing up? I mean, not really. I feel like, like in middle school, when we used to play at the high school gyms, I'd probably be like the biggest gym I played in. But, like, last year, definitely playing at Madison Square Garden, I mean, that was just, like, breathtaking moment right there for me. So, I feel like that was the – I mean, it's the most famous arena in the world, but that's the best right. time I've ever uh, I was able to go watch a, watch a March Madness game in Hinkle, and I – just walking in was – I was like, man, this is this is crazy. So, I'm sure you're, you've seen a lot of neat places and played in a lot of a lot of neat arenas. So, I bet Madison Square was unbelievable. So we, we all know the NIL coming into the NCAA has kind of changed the game for you. It kind of changed the game for everybody. Kind of tell us how that process has worked and kind of how that's affected you guys and what you guys are having to go through just to deal with all that stuff right now. Uh, it's been going good. We've had a lot of meetings just to try to keep everybody safe and eligible and just to like just to know what to look out for. 
But um, yeah, I mean, it's been good so far for a couple of us. You know, a lot of us got on like Cameo, done some videos like that. But um, for the most part, I feel like most of us are really just focusing on our game. We're not too focused on this NIL stuff. So, I mean, I mean, it's good. But at the end of the day, you got to focus what you're – you got to remember what you're there for. What's your – so go ahead. I'm assuming are you, are you calling out? What are your expectations for this upcoming season? Uh, we definitely we definitely want to win the regular season Big East and the conference Big East and just advance as far as we can in the tournaments. Have a great uh, postseason run. I'm, I'm rooting big for you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Well, we look forward to seeing you guys back out there. We're waiting. I'm, I was looking at Xavier's schedule the other day. I haven't seen the Big East schedule come out, so I know you're as anxious as I am to see when they release that and get that going all the way and ready for the 2021 season. So, Colby, we do appreciate you coming. Unless Phil or Behringer have any other questions. Um, Thanks for coming. Good luck this year. It was nice to meet you. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you. Yeah, but thank you so much, Colby. We really appreciate it. And if we can, we'd love to have you on again sometime, especially when the season's going. Hopefully we can get you on. We get a full-on recap after Xavier beats Cincy in the fall. So after that happens, we'll have you back on and just to get a complete breakdown from you. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Well, thank you thank for coming you. on.